What's happening, everybody? And welcome to this another edition of the Dell and Keith Show. I'm Derek Kernahan, and as always, I'm joined by my very good friend Keith Anderson. Keith, how are you doing tonight, mate? You well? <laughs> I'm all right, mate. It's been a challenging evening. Yes, the, the technical difficulties here. Um, trying, trying to get on to do the pod, but Spotify um, can eat a dick. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but we're on now, mate, and we're 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 good to go. Um, so so yeah, so so tonight, guys, we're just going to be doing something a bit different tonight. We're going to be rather looking at the games, or you know, sort of blocking games like we usually do. We're going to have a look more something I think that's on quite a lot of people's minds at the moment, and it's the uh, the current squad and what's going to happen at the at the end of the season, because it is very much now, you know, the league's, the league's pretty much, you know, over with, and all we've got to sort of play for now for us pretty much is the, is the Scottish Cup, um, it's, you know, on the back of, um, on the back of winning today, um, so uh, we're going to have a, a look into the squad, sort of people that we might want to keep, want to get rid of, you know, potentially send out a loan, etc., so we and Keith are going to be divulging into that and just to see what the way the way ahead is. Um, and obviously if you look at some of the things as well you can see today like um, Michael Beale's interview after the game for Talking Sakes highlights a couple of things about what they're trying to do um, as well. Keith, I know you didn't see that today. You were um, you, you were at the game today. I gave my, my ticket to my, my nephew because I was um, at a wedding yesterday so I was a bit worse for wear <laughs> this afternoon. But yeah, you were at the game today. Just a wee quick one, Keith. What did you make of the what did you make of the performance and then also, you know, sort of Bill's comments after the game? Um well I will performance I can I can tell you a bit and then you can maybe share his, his key comments because I've I've not seen that as you say, I was at I was at the game, so I don't know what he said on the, the TV after it. Um performance, I thought we were I it was a tough old game, you know, like Rafe came and decided that their tactics right for the start were gonna be a lot of men behind the ball and try and nick something, right? Cup game, smaller team, as expected. It's like playing against a Kelly or a Livy or a whatever, do you know what I mean? And typically we struggle to break those teams down. Um, and the, the day was similar. We kept trying and, and obviously we got um, we got the goals and, and seen it through relatively comfortably. I think the only time Alan McGregor looked in any danger whatsoever was... Rafe had two shots, like the halfway lines, but the one in the first 90 seconds, the big boy man, fair play, yeah. it looked a decent effort from my seat. I genuinely wasn't sure, but I mean, they, they offered very, very little, um, just tough to break down. You know, that sort of that sort of game is effective, um, and especially against us under Gerard, Gio, we've always struggled with low blocks, so, you know, it, it was it was bound to be that sort of day, but I thought we were alright. Um, yeah. Be a bit better than we were against Fissel, you know, no great, but a, a tough job anyway, you know. Yeah, yeah, and the most important thing, I think, like like you said, is getting through to the semi-final another, another day out of Hamden as well to look forward to. We'll get, we'll know who's in the, who we get in the, the draw tomorrow. Um, who who do you want in the draw, just quickly? I'm not really that first, I'd take anybody, I'd, I'd, I'd take them again and go for it. Um, you know, the next week semi-final line-up against them and, you know, there's a big... It'd be quite nice to play them so quickly after the after the final as well because I know we're playing them in a cup. Mm-hmm. Um, nice I don't know when the semis are. Well. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know when they're. No. no. Um, I, I personally, I'd like Inverness, Cali, Fussell, but anyway, that's by the by. Aye. So, 
So I so so like I say tonight we're going to be discussing the discussing the squad. Oh, sorry, Gail said just going back to what I said, Kira. Oh, I so, agree. So so the, the 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 panel was one of them was McCoyce was there, and they asked about the squad and obviously what what's happening, the plan ahead. So he said that no no deals have been offered as yet, but he wants to keep Kevin Jack. And then um, they asked about Morelos, and he said that basically Morelos. Obviously, there's been, there's been chat this week that he's been linked to. He signed a pre-contract with Seville, um, mm-hmm. but he said he's not aware of anything like that he is. He can't speak to the club, obviously, so once because he's, he's eligible to do so, but mm-hmm. um, he hasn't heard anything. And if Morelos does want to stay at the club, he needs to basically improve. You know, he needs to show something different and something, something better than what he's, what he's shown at the moment, which is quite interesting considering you know, he's played, played 13 games under Bill and scored something like seven goals and spent up five. So it's a pretty good return, but I guess it's mostly probably his attitude that's letting him down more than anything. Well, that was the that was a problem under Gio, wasn't it? Uh, I think yeah. it was mostly attitude, it was professionalism, it was those sort of things. Um, and obviously, we'll come on to talk about Alfie, so we don't need to get into it. But, <coughs> um, it is interesting that that's the way that Bill said it, especially if he said, Jack, keep, Kent, keep, Morelos. Um you know, he's, he's not said that. That that that's very telling because these guys are going to come out. They're going to be nicer than you know in public than they are in uh, in in real life directly to the player. So that's quite a strong. I think that's quite a strong signal to be honest. Yeah, he did say as well. He said this isn't anything that I haven't spoke to Alfredo about. So so you know that's, that's that's good. But obviously, it lets you know that obviously about and obviously I think it's on most fans. But now we've been demanding a. Squad overhaul since fifty-five, and it's not happened. Um, which is which is, on the, which is on the board more than anything. You know, the, the lack of investment. Well, maybe not the lack of because they have signed some players, but you know, like we just need a fresh look at the squad. There's a lot of guys in this squad that um, need to go. I think, and you know, their times up at Rangers. You know, sort of be tip of the hand, get the door they go. With it. So, so let's get started then, Keith. Then let's let's start. Let's let's start at the top of the list then. Let's start with the goalies. So cool. we've, we've got we've got four goalkeepers that are classed as first team goalkeepers at the moment, which is Alan McGregor, John McLaughlin, Robbie McCrory, and Kieran Wright. Um, now I think you were you, you were sort of doing a couple of analyst stuff on it and stuff like that. The only there's a couple of them out of contract at the end of the, the start of the, uh, the end of the season. I thought it was Alan McGregor and also John Wright out of contract as well. Keith, do you know? Um, I think I think they're both out of contract. Kieran Wright and Alan McGregor, I think, are out of contract in the summer, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, technology uh, limitations mean I can't look at two things at once today, apparently. Yeah. So again, as I said, Spotify eat a dick. Um, but I think that's the two that are out of contract. Um, I think John McLaughlin's next summer. Um, yeah, he's got year, yeah. And then I can't remember. McCrory's got a couple of years. I think. I think he's yeah. he's the longest. Yeah. So. So out of them, out of them forty, um, how many? Let's go through them all individually because there's only four of them. Then let's, ah, start yeah, with, let's start with the one that we don't know anything really about. Is that Kieran Wright? You know, he's a fourth choice goalie. He's getting a wee bit older now. I think he's maybe 23, 22, 23. Aye. And the time for the time for him to go and go and see the new pastures and get himself first team, first team football elsewhere. Aye, good luck to the kids. Yeah. I, I, to be honest, until I looked up to do an analysis. I, I don't think I'd ever heard of him. So, um, yeah. hi, hi, see you later, mate. Yeah, cool. 
Um, the next one then I'll, I'll discuss then is uh, is John McLaughlin. And then what do you think? Would you would you keep McLaughlin for another year? Is he on the bench, or would you keep him as first choice, or else would you would you bend? Uh, he's not first choice. He, he got. I think Gio did what we all probably thought was the right thing and, and gave him the gave him the gloves at the start of the season. Yeah. He proved mentality-wise he's not number one at Rangers. He can't cope with it. Um, I, I would, I'm on the fence with McLaughlin. I think it totally depends on what we do. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I would be totally happy to see you later. Not, no issues whatsoever. It just depends on what we get in. Um, and how much faith we've got in Robbie McCrory, which is tough for us to say because we've not seen him much. When we have seen him for Rangers, he, you know, he was in that old firm game and he, he played, he played brilliant. You know, you can yeah. make a case to say he was man in the match or whatever. A couple of really good saves. We only won at one 0 A real difference. He made a real difference in the game. Um, but we've not seen much of him beyond that, so it's hard to know. So I think it's a tricky one for me. If if we're not sure of McCrory, then I would keep McLaughlin to be the backup. Um, but either way. Um, oh, sorry, I, I, I was going to tip my hat and give more away there. I, I, I think McLaughlin is down to the rest of the circumstances. I'm, I'm fifty-fifty. What were you? Yeah, I'm, I'm on the get red camp with him now. Um, I think his times, his times up. You know, I can sort of understand. I probably get why Gio, um, at the start of the season made him number one, but that sort of that run in particular, the Celtic game at Parkhead, sort of showed that he's no, he's not really cut out to be a Rangers number one. Is he? And I know we've, no. I mean. I was at the, I was last season like, you know, gave him a chance, gave him a number one because obviously McGregor was conceding goals every every shot sure. ball went near him. And, you know, towards that time and I was getting a bit getting a bit fed up with him. And there's so I'm glad that he'd done it and it made us realise that, you know, that McLaughlin has me has me, you know, calibers to be a number one at Ibrook. So yeah, as far Aye. as I'm concerned now, I think it's time for him to you know, go and see Pastures move, go and get a new club, drive up heat, you know, maybe championship and um, League One down south for a couple of years. Um I but I think these times for me these times up I would be I I'd, I'd be looking to sell him. Um I not against yeah. the guy. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I met exactly. him as done not that long ago. He's actually quite a nice guy, so nothing against yeah. him at all. He's a, he's a likable fella, but like you say, no cut out for it, so I no no qualms, uh, all the best on Chile. Yeah, yeah, and I think he was. I think he was a really good understudy for a number of years. You know, aye, as well. He's, he's done. And I mean, you know, well you, the club, the club done well by him. I think. Aye, and you mentioned the old fun game, rightly so. But you no, know, in the semi final that we won, I thought he, he had a good game. Good. You know, so really it's, it's, uh, it's it's a, it's a it's a weird old thing. Getting the, it's the psychology. I think you know, it's the mentality of being the number one. I think that's some come rather than ability. But anyway, yeah, cool. Who's next? Uh, let's go for. Alan McGregor next because the other one I think is going to be a, a bit of a chat anyway. Um, McGregor's an easy one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, great. Absolutely, you know, great servant to the club. You know, he's done, you know, for some of the saves he's made, it's incredible, but he's, he's teaching. I think based on the performances last season and also this season he's getting, I mean, he can still save a ball, but distributions, you know, he's always been poor with his kickouts and stuff like that, but He's forty-one year old. Now I was relying on a forty-one year old to be a number one. I think you know he's he's times up here getting a wee bit slower, um, as well. But I am, but for me, it's it's time to get it. And it's probably last year when he came on for that for the Scottish Cup final. You know, I think he should have. Personally, I think he should have chucked it in. But I can understand he wanted another another year at the club, and you always do. But I am, I'm gonna get that. Can't bother you. 
Agreed. Aye, can't add anything to that. It's uh, great serving, but time to go. I'm not. It's not for me to say the guy, you know, what he should do with his his career, his life. But I agree with you. I think it's it's probably time to retire. Certainly, um, not not the level required for uh, to be a Rangers number one anymore. But yeah. you know, all the best to the guy. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think it's, I think it's time up. And then, now the last one, I know you, you mentioned him a wee bit there, but um, Robbie McCrory, um, I'm on the, I'm definitely in the keep camp, but i just unsure if, you know, he will be, I mean, he's, he's, he's untested at Rangers, he's been there for years, he's 24, I think he's about 23, 24, now 25, and, you know, he's hardly played a first game game, um, and I thought, I think maybe if he was fit, He'd have had a couple of games under Biro during this time, however he's been injured. So, but I'm, I'm, I'm in the, I'm, in, you know, him getting a new contract as well. Wonder, you know, when Bill was here, tells you that, you know, he is going to stick about, and I'd like to see the challenge for the number one goal if we do bring somebody in. And what be your key for you thinking about Robbie McCrory? No, I agree. Again, you know, <laughs> it, it's tough to say for sure because the, the the data sample that we as fans have seen is so small, but. My gut feel is, I let's be honest, we, we probably can't afford to go and get rid of all four goalies. You know, you probably want some sort of continuity or whatever. So, um, and that might be a theme as, as we go through this. But um, I, I would have no qualms about keeping Robbie McCrory. Hopefully, he's he's, he's on that Alan McGregor shift. Do you know what I mean? A couple of loans, just hitting his hit, hitting a, hitting a bit of, I guess, security and whatever. You know, he's he's got he's got um. He's got stability in his, his self because as a goalie, you, you do probably start you mature a wee bit later, hit your peak a wee bit later. So hopefully he's coming into the years now where he is, you know, he's got some self assuredness and he's starting to start to grow into himself and he can be good enough. Um, maybe a big gamble, but I, I I would take it based on what we know, which is very little. Yeah, yeah, I would. You know, obviously we're going for a couple of years still as well, but you know, it, it looks like from the conversations and what you've seen. And Bill, he is looking for another goalkeeper now um, mm-hmm. as well. So obviously he'll the new goalie comes in, he would like to think McCrory is challenging him and then maybe getting bringing up another youngster from the be the third choice or else like you said, if they keep keep McLaughlin about as well, they'll have McLaughlin, McCrory and a new goalkeeper. I think that's the key point. Unless we are super confident in McCrory and, and, and you know, kinda of behind the scenes, we're probably signing a number one, and yeah. it's McCrory or McLaughlin that's number two and challenging and pushing and whatever. And if you're doing that, then you hope it's McCrory because, I mean, as you say, he's a lot younger than, than McLaughlin, do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Thick end of a decade between them or whatever it is. Uh, so, I but I think we probably are in the market to go and sign a number one and hopefully yeah. McCrory's challenging and it's a good battle and we've got two good goalies. I think that's, that's where we're at. I don't think we're going to sign a number two. No. I don't. Um, I don't either. I think we're sending a first choice goalkeeper in here. Yeah. Um, a, a make it maybe the thought of being first choice, and then it's up to them. You know, they when when the jersey into a free to battle it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Nice one. Yep. Nice one. That's a goal we've done then. Um, like I say we're not going to talk about who we think Rangers are going to sign or who we'd like Rangers to sign because obviously we don't have a crystal ball, so we don't know. So we're just looking at the looking at the current squad now. So let's go on to the defenders and Keith then. So we'll just we'll just go through them one at a time, or else we'll go through positions one at a time, like right back, centre, half, left back. Will we do that? Ah, go uh, positions, go positions. Yeah, that's right, okay. well, sir. So let, let, let's start at right back then. Let's start with the, 
So the two right backs that technically we've got at the club, um, first choice players is I would say is James Tavernier and Adam Devine. Um, and then I think it's um, I so so Keith, I'll, I'll let you start on this one. Um, with Tavern Devine, what are you what are you thinking? Um, truthfully, I, I, I um, it's probably an area that we would want to strengthen, but yeah. I think it's lower than the priority list for me. You know, we, we're we're talking about an overhaul. Let, let's be honest, we're not going to go and, you know, get rid of 27 players and, and go and get an 18 or 19. Do you know what I mean? That That's not where we're at. If if you and I are going and doing this, like, being, you know, it, all things are, are possible, you know, time, money, we don't care, then, you know, that might be where we do. And I'm saying, yeah, let's get a new right back. I think it's uh, it's not a top priority. Tav is having a bad season, yes. I suspect some of that might be, as he's getting a bit older, he's got a Liverpool syndrome, right? You know, we see Liverpool were the same as us, played every game last season. We played every game minus one. And where are they? You know, they're all, they're all over the shop. It's hard to, to do that amount and then just go again right away. So yeah. I, I think we might see Tav... I don't know if he'll be back to his best, but I think we'll see a better Tav next season. So um, And Adam Devine... Or it was left back, but he's shown some promise. So you know, maybe we'll see more of the kid. Um, for me, not a top priority. Um, I'll maybe touch on something up to do with Tav a bit later. But I, I would say that as an area I'd like to strengthen sooner rather than later. But not a priority for the summer. Where were you? Yeah, yeah. Same. I'd, I'd, I'd keep the two boys if we were going to bring yep. somebody, somebody in who could play right back. You know, it might be worthwhile getting young Divine out and going to get some first team football. Potentially, but like, I. Said, but yep. like you said, it's not. A, it's, it's not a. It's not a priority, is it? Because Tav's our captain. Pretty much him goes on a first names in the team sheet, aren't they? So, um, you know, it's nobody. It's nobody. You know that that's a fairly that's a fairly easy one, I think, for us too. You know, both of them stay. Um, Divine, like I said, I, I like Divine. I've seen him playing a couple of times for the B team. Aye. And then obviously he played left back during that during that spell when Bonner and Redvan were out. So, um, and he done well. You know, the game at Aberdeen, the game at Petardie, played well that night. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, he's definitely one for the future. Um, and there's maybe some first-team football when they help the kid, you know, get him out and loan to play if we brought someone in who can play that position. He's a, he's a backup. But, you know, it's like you say, it's not a priority. I wonder what John um, Flanagan's up to. <laughs> oh, he's, he's retired. Oh, damn it. man's retired, aye. He's chipped it. Not, not, nothing amazing can last forever, eh? Since he played at first, so if you think we need, a, we need somebody like that coming back, I uh, hold the midfielder here, isn't it? But he's yeah. in the uh, as, a, as a quarterback, he is, he is. So, right, let's let's go on to the, the centre half, thank you. Then, so the centre half we've got is Goldson, Davis, Holanda, Suter, and King. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, I think it's fairly obvious that the first one that, that should go out the door is um, Holanda. Who is arguably the best defender that we actual defender that we have in the team. Um, but he's he's no big fit for that that's one thing I asked my I asked my dad um was was Holander fit ever during Rio's uh, Gio's time or did he play one or two games under Gio and then get injured and then that was him? Or did he actually play for Gio? I can't remember. It's, it's a good question. I uh I, I don't know. I, I, if somebody somebody says there's a fiver, I'm putting it on. He never played for Gio. Yeah, and I remember obviously he scored. He scored the goal at the Old Firm game last season. He did die. Yeah. 
against them and we were obviously COVID driven and then after that I think he maybe played a couple more games and got injured. But I don't know if it was under Gio or not he got injured. I remember it was against St Mirren, I think he played and he had I think Gio was Bassi all the way. Yeah. I think Gio was Bassi all the way, man. Yeah. So I think it's fairly obvious that we think that he should he should go, you know, the guys just had really really bad luck with injuries. Um but we can't afford to retain somebody like him. I imagine ten, fifteen grand a week to be sitting not playing football for over a year. I uh, no, I agree. I uh, I don't think there's much debate about it. To be honest, I think he is the best defender we've got by quite some distance. Um, I love the big man, but aye, it's a no-brainer. He he goes in the summer. Um, with our best wishes, probably in Malmo, maybe even before the summer. Yeah, obviously, but just a wee bit of chat there about defenders. Um, that you know we've already sent James Stans back to back to New York, which was. True. It was definitely coming anyway, wasn't it? So, um, I so so looks like they're already one step ahead there, and maybe like you say, Holanda might be the next one to get contact terminated before you know before the end of the season. There was a bit of a chat about it. Uh, yeah, I, I think anyway, regardless, will be away at the end of the season. Just, just, I mean, it might be the only thing we get right. When we did our prep for this a couple of weeks back, we did say we would get rid of Sands. So, yeah. you know, let, let's take the win. We'll probably get every other one wrong. So, you know, let's celebrate ourselves, mate. Well done on the exactly. old Sands call. We got yes. it. We got it. We got it. So we're agreeing that um, Hollander's out for me. Yep. The other ones, Goldson, Davis, Suter and King, um, all stay. You know, Suter's had a bit of bad luck with injuries and, you know, family bereavement and stuff like that in there. Um, and he has got a history of injury but when he's when he's fit he is a very very good defender I think John Suter um, you know he, he arguably I think the best game I think I've ever I've seen him playing was the final against us um, last season anything that came out of the box he was he was heading away you know I think he had a really good game that day so I would keep him there and obviously we've not had anything with him but Colton and Davis are the first choice partnership so um, and I think I think they're looking stronger and stronger together every game they play. So I think a young Leon King, I think he had a bit of a rough time at the start of the season, you would say, because injuries and him and him and Sands and him and Davis were getting thrown in and they played some big games, obviously played all the Champions League games for us. Um but yeah, I think maybe taking him out of the line right now is a good thing. I think he had been injured as well the last couple of weeks, but taking him out and regrouping himself is quite a I think there is definitely a defender in there under Leo, Leon King and maybe it might be the same as Devine if we get another defender in. We could potentially send them on loan for a season and get some first-team football somewhere like a, like a Hearts or a Hibs or an Aberdeen or, you know, down to the Championship down south to, you know, see what he can, see what he can do. But yeah, that would that'd be me. For me, I would I would keep the rest of them and then um, Hollander would be you, mate. Nah, same. I, again, in an ideal world, Maybe, maybe look at, at something there, um, but low priority. Um, certainly for mass changes, I, I could see us going and signing another centre half. Um, you know, maybe another left sided one if you're if you're losing Hollander because yeah. Suter's really a right side and played a lot in a back three a lot of hearts. So that's that's a bit different. Um, you know, so I, I don't know. It's 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 a tricky one. Um, maybe it gives us the option to actually go and, and play a plays a back three. Um, Davies probably would slot in no bad on on the left. So I don't know. It's, it's maybe an area I would I would consider 
getting somebody in. But in terms of the four that you mentioned, I think um, I, I wouldn't be rushing to force any of them at the door. I think it's, it's a bit unrealistic as well. Do you know what I mean? Like you said, Davies just in, Suter just in and had bad luck. Well, you know, the club are going to give him a chance. King, you know, t- took a lot of flack, but basically he helped do it. You know, they were like, like me, man, we need you to go and shovel some shit for us, and he went and he done it, you know. So yeah. I don't think we can hold that against him. Um, had Sands, as you said, playing beside him through most of that. Sands isn't a centre half, you know. So uh, never mind Champions League level centre half. So some of the pumpings we took, uh, he, he certainly wouldn't be leaving at the kids' door. So I, I think keep all four. Yeah, nice one, nice one. And then probably the easiest, but probably the strongest department that we've got at the moment is probably the left back position. Two very good left backs on there, and um, Bonner Barisic and Brad Van Rielmas. Um, so, you know, Bill mentioned today in his um, in his pre-match interview that you know Bonner. It seems like Bonner realised that Red Van's close to close to fitness because the last couple of games he had played, he had played pretty good. Bonner, you know, there's been times where he's been suspect, um, but since he's you know since. Maybe the last couple of weeks he's come in, he's built up his confidence a wee bit again, and he's a, I think he's very much a confidence player, Bomber. Um, mm-hmm. But he's, he's come in and he's played, he's played well the last couple of weeks. So for me, it's a, for me, it's a no-brainer. I would keep the two to battle out to see who's, see who's the best there. The two of them are good left backs. Um, Red Van looks exciting. You know, he's had a, again a bad injury where he was out there for four and a half months almost. Um, so. I, Difficult for him. There's been a lot of speculation about him as well, saying about him, you know, teams in Turkey and wanting him to come back again and stuff like that. I think he wants to test himself in Europe and test himself with us. So yeah, I would, I would keep the ball for them as well. Would be you? Um, Yilmaz definitely. I we, we spent a lot of money on him. We signed him at a long deal. I don't think it was ever a case of, um, you know, expected him to be hundred percent right away. You might have found that the plan was always a transitional season, Selborne on the summer and Yilmaz is number one going forward. Obviously, his injuries might have curtailed that, but um, I think we definitely keep him. Um, quick side note, it was a, a guy like three or four seats along for me today, a big Turkish boy, um, who was he was quite a friendly chap and he was doing all right. And then as soon as Yilmaz came on, he went bonkers, man. Absolutely nuts. Um, shouting hunters and stuff in Turkish. And the guy beside me is like, aye, what he said. And oh man, he was quite funny. He was good value, the big Turk boy, whoever he was. But when Yelmaz came, I don't know if he's a family member or a friend or just loved him because he was Turkish. But as soon as he came on, man, the big man was going nuts. Um, so that was that was good to watch. Borna, I'm, I'm 50-50 with. I think if we could get a decent offer, I wouldn't be opposed to selling Borna. I think we... Um, you know, if we are going to do this overhaul, we're going to need to sell players, um, and and Bonner might be one that we could get, we could get something for. And sadly, there's not too many of them for various reasons as as we as we go through more of the squad. So Bonner, I think for continuity, no hassles keeping him. He's only got a year left, so you know we might not be able to get much money for him anyway. Uh, and if that's the case, then maybe we're better to just pay his wages and and keep him, um, depending on what you go and sign. That's the other thing. If you do release them, if we do sell them, we would need to sign somebody in that left back position. Do we go and, as we were just talking about, strengthening centre half, a left sided one? Do you go and get another Bassey, somebody that can play both? And that's your cover. I don't know. So, Borna, I think, um, happy to keep, but depending on some of the other circumstances, he might be one that I would say, 
you know, we, we could afford to lose as well. We didn't sign him for that much. If you get your money back, um, then I, I don't know. I'm, I'm 50-50 on Bonner. Totally depends on circumstances elsewhere in the squad for me, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, definitely. With Alan Bonner's an interesting one again. It's, see, see, when, see when you say those those words, you know, like another year his contract left. That just that just bleeds negligence at the whole squad. You know, it's happened this year with Morelos, and I know we discussed this in the past, but it Aye. does just scream negligence to all these all these boys who are going to either you know one year left and there's no anything on the table or any discussions about them obviously they're looking you know start of this season but it's just too much it's, it's happening too often that these boys are you know getting left to the last wee minute before their you know before their contracts are renewed they're just pissy you know just pissing me off and boils my blood sorry that was uh, it's not it's, it's poor asset management you know these, yeah. these guys are, are, are assets and if you think about the you know, balance sheets and all that sort of stuff as well. We don't, we don't need to get too much into the finances, but they're assets for the club in the sense of, you know, if they're playing well, we can command a fee and, and all that sort of stuff. But also just, like, that their actual worth on the balance sheet, you know? Like, so there's yeah. multiple layers here. And, aye, it's, it's poor management, whatever way you look at it. And, you know, the, the whole reason we're having this chat really is because Ross Wilson, um, in particular, has been... Has been negligent for me. He's he's by far and far and away the, the worst culprit and and all this stuff. Yeah, definitely. I totally one hundred percent agree with him, mate. So, and so so let's go into the let's go into the midfield. I think we'll break this into two sections. Keep the midfield. We'll think about more as the centre midfielders, I would say, and then more of the attacking midfielders. And then we've got the wingers, and then we've got the strikers. So, um, let's go for the the centre midfielders first. Then, so go for I've it. got. It's Brian Tamara, John Lindstrom, E. Davis, Nico Raskin, Ryan Jack. Put Scotty Arfield in there as well, because I know well, Scotty Arfield comes out as an attacking midfielder, but we'll put him in with the midfielders as well. Mm-hmm. And another one who, who we haven't heard of much, although he's been pretty vocal on social media this evening, is um, Nambi Obafombor. Um, as well, he's been vocal on social media this, um, this evening. Regarding What's he been saying? So we put a we put a we put a, a couple of pictures up basically saying um operations two years two operations hundreds of appointments and there's a picture of him in the hospital and the next one's having all these monitors eh, all these monitors attached to him staying silent on the situation so I look like the bad guy all the mistreatment of the last two years will come out soon which sounds like a pretty much a dig to them. Just in the med, in the medical team, you know, sort of in there as well. So that's an interesting one. And obviously, we've had Oof. so many injuries. That's so you know the med as well. Oh, the response was just no. Man, I've seen that great as well. So with Nandefon, we have a question on this because we've never seen him. I know he's got a year or two left on his contract as well, but we haven't seen the boy. We don't know if he'll actually play because of his heart condition. So I think we just sort of leave him out of this. If that's, you know, just sort of agree with that because he's obviously, we just don't know the situation with him. Right, let, let's assume he's staying because yeah. it doesn't sound like we're going to have much choice and, and move on. Aye, let, he's not yeah. really up for discussion. Um, yeah. And like you say, it would be unfair to the kid because we kind of judge him on his, his football yeah. ability. I mean, obviously... From his injury perspective, you know, cold, hard football money, uh, you 
you know, you probably rather get rid of him and reinvest his yeah. wages. But you know that 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 might be particularly savage on a human level. So let's assume he's yeah. here. Yeah, you can't do that, can you? Really? So so let's talk about the other ones, which is Glenn Kamara, John Lundstrom, Steve Davis, Nicola Raskin, Brian Jack, and Scott Arfield. Um, um, do we start with? Can we very quickly just say uh, we're keeping Raskin? Move yeah. past him. Yeah, yeah, move past him because yeah, we know we know about him as well. So, so let's start then. The first first one I mentioned there. Let's start with Glenn Kamara. Um, what would you do with him? Sell, sell, sell. Um, yes. Back back to the the Ross Wilson thing. I think Kamara, if I remember right, has got two years left. That's the prime of when you sell somebody. Can I, that's when you're at your your that that's the last chance where you're at the top bargaining. You know what I mean? If you get free or whatever. Three, four, whatever, more than that, fine. Two years is is opportune. Um, beyond that, your your position starts to weaken. Now we're already in a weakened position with Kamara because his form has been um, erratic. If I'm being polite, dug me. If I'm being honest, apart from the odd, you know, the odd glimmer. So we're already well low than what we might have got from a couple of seasons ago or whatever. But got to sell him, and if we can get any sort of money for him at all and use that to fund other things, then happy days, right? Uh, yeah. For me, Kamara, easy one, see you later. Yeah, yeah, and I think looking at this, like you mentioned, every the contract situation and stuff like that, he's probably one of the players that will probably get the most money for due to the contract that he's got, plus the fact, you know, people are looking at him for seven odd million, so I think they could maybe get a couple of mil from him and, you know, sell him, but he hasn't looked interested no. since basically, since he's since his pals left, you know, in Aribo and Bassey. Um, I think he hasn't looked interested in that performance against Celtic, who's everything I need to know about him. Aye, and um, he's probably be a phobe, and if he's been mistreated per what, what Twitter or whatever seems to uh, 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 imply, then yeah. aye, maybe. That definitely doesn't seem like the best of relationships there, um, re- reflecting in the performance on the park. So, yeah. aye. And again, nothing, I mean, we've got more than a money's worth out of Glenn Kamara, nothing against him, a lot of performances. Yeah. Some really good performances, big goals, even well, a big goal against uh, Leipzig and that. So you know, like again, best wishes, but time to go. Yeah, I think I think that's the thing about most of the squad teams. We don't wish any of them any any harm. It's just the no, fact no. that we need we need to change it up and Aye. you know, particularly when a player is not interested and it seems like he doesn't want to be there, we need to get rid. So, aye. aye, and I mean every football club, everywhere in the world is trying to do this, right? They're trying to sell their players at the peak point. Uh, reinvest and and bring in the new wave and improve their squad or whatever you know it's what every club tries to do. We're in this weird place at Rangers now where I think Gerard set the tone of no these are the guys that won me fifty five. I want to keep them all and reward them with chances in the Champions League and whatever. And that mentality seems to have stuck. And all of a sudden it's like we owe these boys. It's like no, you played for us, we paid you, um, and now we need to upgrade you. So we're going to sell yeah. you on. Like that's that's the football model. Um, we just have never somehow got rented, ain't it? Aye, we have done it. Very weird. Aye, very weird. We've never done it. No. We've never done it. So the anyway. next one I was wanting to have a have a chat about is uh, John Lundstrom. <coughs> and mm-hmm. there I have got a I've got a question mark next to him there. Um, because of first of all his performances this season have been have been pretty dug meat. Um, yep. I think he's even he's even realised that. And there is a player we, we know there's a player in there, you know, who's Parts of last season, particularly towards the end of last season, he was brilliant. But it's once of last season after Christmas, he was brilliant for Rangers. Um, but does he, I don't know if he fits into this Bill, the Bill model, the way that Bill wants us to play. You know, we've got, you know, we've got Raskin and Kirk Mellon there who are, who are running about everywhere and 
you know, chase and stuff. I don't know if Lundstrom sits, you know, fits in that the way that he used to under under Geo. But um so with him I'm totally fifty fifty, I'm sitting on the fence with it. If he goes and they get a couple of mil for him, I'd be happy with that, you know, if he goes back down south and they get a couple of mil for him. Um and he goes back down south and also we get probably our biggest one if not the biggest earner off the wage bill as well in there and they can give us a chance to bring in another midfielder, you know, sort of Someone that, that I think someone like Nicola, eh, Nicholas Raskin, yeah, get someone like him in again, you know, and you know, show it up even further. What, what do you think about Lundstrom? What's your um, largely the same? I mean, for me, I think we're probably in the realms of by the end of the season, we'll have had uh, Lundstrom for two seasons. Two seasons. I'll, I think we'll have got a good third out of them, so that's one sixth, a third of a season, that's one sixth in general. For me, if we got him for free, he's a massive, um, he's he's massive wage, thirty grand a week or whatever it is. If we can, you know, get a million, two million, whatever, send him to the championship, freeze him off the wage bill, gives us a bit of bunch to go and get something. I think then that would be my preference, if I'm honest. Um, I, I, if he, if listen, if if Lundstrom's fully fit and on full form. I have absolutely no no qualms with put, keeping him and putting him in the team. No no issues whatsoever. I think he would be fine. But with no the evidence we've got suggests otherwise. He's not reliable. He's not going to do it every week. Um, and he's going to come in. He's he's on a lot of money. Um, I, I would I would send him. And I'm I think he might be symptomatic of a lot of the psychology problems that we've we've got in the squad, you know, like happy to be a big club, happy to be challenging, happy to be making it to finals and, you know, that no, that, that doesn't do it, you know, like happy making it to finals is, is nothing. You've got to win. Um you need to take your runners up middle and throw it in the bin, right? Yeah. I, I don't think he's that guy. Um and there's plenty of that throughout the squad. Um but for me I think Lundstrom I would uh, I would get rid if possible. To be honest, I'd probably if we can negotiate somebody takes him for free and pays his wages, I'd probably do that. Never mind yeah. getting money in for him. But ideally, you know, he is he is he isn't a useless player at all, and he's probably still got a decent enough reputation. So hopefully, we can get like you say a million, two million, whatever, and and get him gone. Yeah, yeah, definitely, I agree with you. And um, yeah, so I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be devastated if he stays. No, I would also be devastated if he went. Either the Rod Wisham best of luck and thanks for. Thanks for his contribution, but I away Again, some great memories, you know, like obviously uh, semi-final, Big Bad John, and then the Ibrox after Leipzig singing for him. I'll never yeah. forget that for as long as I live, do you know what I mean? So taking nothing away for the guys gave us some brilliant nights and brilliant memories. But overall, in the round, as a football club, I think we, we need to try and move them on and, and, yeah. and get somebody more consistent. Exactly. So the next one I've had there is uh, Stephen Davis, Keith. Easy one. Um, yeah, I think it's time for him to I think it's time for him to go. But I would also if he if he does decide to chuck like quit football, which I don't think he will do because he's done an interview recently saying how much he wanted to still play for Northern Ireland and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, if he didn't, I would have, I'd, I'd keep him on as a coach. I think his experience and just how calm and cool he is would be great for you know for youngsters or even the current team to learn from. But yeah, I think his time's up at the end of the end. He just sort of stickled him there plus the age of him as well. Are you the same, same as me? I have. I mean, if you if he's interested in coaching and we want to keep him about as a coach, I think that's a totally different conversation and, and might be a great idea. It might not be. I, I don't know. But for me, as a you know a plain member of the squad, I think um, I Steve Davis um, 
moves on in the summer for me, whether it's to retire or go sign for uh, Aberdeen or Dundee United or someday Northern Ireland or whatever. I'd probably go down south and play in Championship or whatever. I don't know, but yeah. um, I think uh, for me, Steve Davis would be leaving Rangers in the summer. Yeah, yeah I know. Another one similar to McGregor, great seven for the club. Um, but yeah, I think it's his, his time to go. Um, Aye. Scott Arfield? Um, I, I think for me, Scott, he's in a Scott. Scott, he's a question mark for me. I think if we, um, I, 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 well, I'll make the case that I wouldn't be. He's at a contract. He's older. We need to freshen it up. So if he goes, he goes. No major dramas. But the case for keeping him for me would be, I'd be, I'd be considering keeping him and saying to him, look, the offer is another year, but you're only going to Solshire. Right, you're 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 never starting a football match. You're a sub, um, and we'll use you quite a bit because the how you break down these these low blocks. Part of what hurts them is the third man run. That's yeah. Scotty Arfield's middle name, you know. Like, and how many times do you see him come on as a sub and score two at Aberdeen, one a day? Um, you know, like he's he's that guy. He can come on as tired defences, low blocks, and he just. You know, he just does his the ball pops the ball out wide, and then he's he's on his bike. He's a late runner. He's arriving in the box. It's tough to mark because he, you know, they're they're, they're static, and, and he's on the move, and he gets goals. So I think that we could definitely make use of Scotty Arfield is is my opinion, and I'd lean towards a keep. But I can totally understand that you know if we've got too many bodies and we need to reduce the wages and all that, that he's a candidate to go. What about you? I'm saying I was sort of. I'm sort of 50-50 because, um, you know, he hasn't played a lot this season, so he's been um, on the Aye. bench a lot um, as well. But he does do that, that that run that you see in the box, you know, that sort of, you know, just sneaking in the box to grab goals. He's done that so many times for us. And, you know, like you said, coming on against, like, the team one against Aberdeen has scored the two goals, you know. Stuff like that is invaluable for a team. And also, Aye. you know, you don't want to, you also don't want to get rid of everybody. You want to keep some of the guys there who know what it's all about, and he's one of the guys. So yeah, I would be, I'd be sort of similar. I'm sort of like, if he goes, understand why, but if he stays, I also understand it. So yeah, I'm sort of, I'm sort of similar. I'm sort of, yeah, I'd be quite happy if he stays, but if he goes, understand it. For me, changed the old firm semi final that we won. You know, he came on and scored inside like three minutes or something like that. You know, so yeah. I, I think there's, there's a lot there. Um, but I, I get I get why people would be like, ah, oh, it's easy to just get rid of them. I totally get it. But the continuity point is good as well. You know, we can't get rid of all these older boys that know what it's about and have been here and, you know, know don't have the Lundstrom mentality. They know, like, it's not good enough. You need to win. Do you know what I mean? We, we do need to make sure we retain some of that. Um, so, nah, fair point. For me, I'm probably leaning towards, I'm 60-40. Keep them 60-40. Uh, uh, maybe it's time to go. Yeah, yeah, I'm sort of similar to you. And then the last one, the sort of those centre midfielders are someone who's, you know, sort of came on there again the last couple of weeks and arguably put in, a, put in probably the best performance that I've seen in a pretty long time from a midfielder um, against Hibs and during the week there was Ryan Jack. For me, Keith, I'd, I'd keep him. Um, I'd, give him another, I'd give him another year deal and just sort of play him by that. And then obviously he does have question marks regarding his fitness and stuff like that, but he has played over 30 games this season. Um, and he sort of he managed well today. I think I was quite glad not to see him. I mean, I would I wouldn't have minded seeing him playing because I know what he brings. But maybe take him out and just resting him for a game isn't a bad thing because he has played quite a bit of football um, this season. But yeah, I'd keep him. I think him and Raskin 
but like they could form a tremendous partnership. So I would, I would love, I'd, I'd, I'd keep them definitely. I'm probably the reverse of what I'm with Arfield. I'm 60, see you later, Jacko, 40, keep him. Um, oh, wow. Aye. And I would say keep him. I don't know if I would keep him and Arfield. I think it's maybe one of them. Um, maybe the both of them, but certainly that that's less likely. For, for me, I think the the problem I've got with the problems I've got with Ryan Jack are he's made a biscuits, right? He's he's calf and his knee or whatever, and it just seemed to uh, have recurring issues every season. Misses a chunk of games, um, and then when he is when he does come when he is playing, sometimes you get the Ryan Jack's a worldy, but for me, mostly you get the oh he doesn't look fair. He's uh, no, I, I don't I don't think we get that enough when we do play him. Like you said, he's played thirty games this season. How many of them would you say he's you know he's been man of the match or close to it? Yeah, you're probably talking like two or something. Do you know what I mean? They stand out. And you're like oh he's brilliant that day. I but he's played thirty games and you can't even remember any of the other ones. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm more of a I, I think I'm 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 done with the. I bet if we could just get them fit, guys, like we need to have hardly any of those. And for me, Ryan Jack is in too strong a position and too key a position that, you know, if, uh, if he plays like he did against Tibbs, we're pinning hope on him. You can't do that. I, I can't, you can't do that. He can't be trusted. His body can't be trusted. So for me, see you later, Ryan Jack, all the best, son. Um, I'm, on the other, I'm on the other side of that. I'd, if I had to keep him or I feel that I'd keep him. Um, I know. I I think most people would say the same. So I totally get that. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I, I think the reason that I would say Arfield is I'm keeping him on the basis that you're a bit part player. That's not why you're keeping Ryan Jack. If if that's why you're keeping Ryan Jack, you don't bother keeping Ryan Jack. Do you know what I mean? You're you're pick, you're, you're keeping him to play, and he's not going to be able to do that. His injuries are going to get worse as he gets older, and his body accumulate problems. Um. I right, so for me, Ryan Jack, I would I would I would see you later. Um, but I understand why people want to keep them totally. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's understanding. That's the first disagreement so far between the two of you. So that's that. That's about hard when you go through like of thirty course. names. Of course it is. I so so now I think we maybe get enough time to go through the attacking midfielders, um, or maybe at least go through a few of them. I have a couple of them. Yeah, there's a couple. Like, obviously, I think we can we can sort of can't well we can just sort of kick off already. So we don't need to discuss him. Same as the mm-hmm. same as the asking one. So. We've yep. got we've got a couple of boys in there, so let's go let's go through them. We should have enough time, I think, to do it, and then we'll probably have to. The next show, we'll talk about the wingers and the strikers because I'm sure the strikers we can we'll talk about and we'll talk about about them. So we've Aye. got so we've got Tom Lawrence, Malik Tillman, of course I say Camille, but we're we're, we're moving him on. Yanis Hadji and Alex Lowry in there as well. So let's start with the, the young one first, Lowry. I'd keep him, but I'd send him on loan. I think for a season, I think now the squad's getting bigger and stronger. I think they need. I think he's he's a fantastic prospect, fantastic. You know, he's looking good, but I think he needs to play some football. So I would, I'd keep him, but I'd send him on loan. Um, what about you? Uh, no, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. I think um, the key thing is where does he go on loan? I think we need to be very clever about where we would send him. Um, yeah. But apart from that, in general, I agree. I think the level would need to be good, um, and ideally, you know, a side where. You're expect you're going to have a lot of the ball, and you're expected to create and win most of your games. Do you know what I mean? Like I would be, I would be in that camp. Now whether that's a, a well, you know, a Hearts or an Aberdeen or something like that, where apart from it is, I you know you're you're looking to win most of your games and you've got the ball, and or whether it's down to 
um, you know, a top team in, in League One or some or some Championship team in England or something. I don't know. I, you know, I'd need to. I don't. I don't really know enough about the teams if I'm being totally yeah. honest. So, but I don't know. Some, some you need to be clever about where we send them. I think ideally Hearts or something like that would be ideal. I think. Um, yeah. But I went on board with that. I think that's fair. Yeah. So the next three we've got to discuss then are two guys who one have been injured all season. Well, two of them have been injured all season. One of them's just coming back. One of them's for the rest of the season, and the other one's off loan. Um, so, so let's start with Tom Lawrence. Then obviously started started this season looked a great sign and played really well the first couple of games. And then we've not seen him since then. It's been always a couple of weeks away, a couple of weeks, a couple of breakdowns in there. When got an up done, and now he won't be back till. Halfway through pre-season, I think they said for next season. So, yeah, it doesn't look like he's going anywhere. But from what I've seen of him, I'm quite happy for him to stay because he does look a he does look a player. Um, and um, I Tom, Tom Lawrence, I could I could take a leave. Um, I think he did look good, I. But most of that was pre-season. So here's a big bag of salt that you need to take with it. Um, I don't know what his injuries have been in, in a huge amount of detail. We don't know what sort of wages he's on. If he's like, you know, if his injuries are things that are like, oh, that's, that's problematic, tends to be like a high ankle ligament or a hip problem or something that's, that's going to likely to recur and have complications and he's on a lot of money, I'd be happy to just be like, right, sack this, let's get rid of him. If he's on hardly any money and he's likely to be fine and he's likely to contribute, which I think he would do, you know, I genuinely believe the guy could could contribute, um, then I would keep, I, I just feel like the data size again is too small and... I, I don't know enough to have any strong feelings on it either way. Fair enough, fair enough. Yanis Hadji, then, um, for me, it's a, for me again, it's a keep. Um, had a horrible injury. He's sort of coming back. I think Rangers are managing him quite, managing him right now, you know, giving him a game the now and then. You know, he's sort of, you know, he's coming off the bench and playing and stuff like that and he's getting stronger um, and there as well. But we know what he can do in on on the pitch, so yeah, for me it's a for me it's a keep for him. Over you, uh, I don't know, I don't know, man. I I I I love Yanis as a as a as a footballer and as a human being. Like his attitude and his intelligence and his desire to learn, and there's there's a lot to like about him. Um, my issue is, do do we get him into the team? Well, who, who do you drop? You know, where does he play? And I think of all of the people we've got, he's probably our most sellable asset, um, which is a bit depressing, if I'm honest to say, but it's a fact of where we are. He's on a good contract. He's got a big name. And how much is he going to play? How much is he going to contribute? I mean, I, I don't know. You know, do, do you drop? Can you, well, put it this way, you can't play Lawrence, can't, well... And Tillman and Hadji, and then the assumption that we're going to sign Tillman, which we'll come on to, and obviously like the last few games, Kent's been playing in the ten, right? So let's assume Kent. Again, we'll talk about Kent in the next show, but you know, you know what I mean. It's a, it's a crowded area. I, I don't know. I just don't see him playing enough, and especially if we're going to go and sign somebody else, and you've got Jack and Kent and Raskin and somebody else in behind them. I, I don't know. I, I think this might be a cold football decision of. Actually, you know what to fund Tillman. Who would you rather have Tillman or Hadji? I think that's the decision that Rangers need to make. And it might be look, Tillman's had a good season. He's gone back. Bayern are like, come back. Actually, you're going to play for us. And he's like, twos, I'm out. Thanks for the season. He's on loan. We don't know what's going to happen. Um, but I think 
for me, it's it's Tillman or Hadji. I, I don't think it's both. That's interesting. That's interesting. Um, would, would you think? I mean, I, I don't know if I've made any compelling points. Would, would you, you have, have, you have. It, it makes sense, but for me, I think um, what he can bring to is, you know, just personally looking at it, then, you know, from what, what he can bring on a, on a match day, fair enough, just coming back from an injury, like I said, but for what he can do on the pitch, he's both he's two footed, you know, just, he, you know, it's good to have that sort of squad depth there and have guys like him potentially on the bench or was even starting and then you know you switch it about a wee bit of squad rotation in there it's good but yeah I totally understand I can get where you're coming from as well in terms of you know a longer contract now he just signed a new contract a couple of months ago so again he's probably you know one of our most sellable assets as well to be potentially get rid of and make a couple of quid on as well in there Aye, yeah, if you can sell him for the five, 5 million or whatever it is that you then just go and get out of Bayern and get Tillman I think Tillman's whether Tillman's better, right? You can we can grade them per the FIFA scale or football manager scale and compare. I, I, for me, I'm more interested in who's effective, and and I think Tillman will be more effective for us um, yeah. than 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 Hadji. Certainly, you know, um, for what we've seen for Tillman. Um, so I, I think if I'm if I'm between the two, I'm Tillman younger. He's probably got, he's got more potential. We can probably get more money for him down the line. Um, I, I I don't know. I, I just think it's a it's a tough one. And we are in the realms of again we, we we've said about the club like getting a bit sentimental and we can't keep everybody. You know, we, you might find yourself in a position of going, we don't like it, but that, that, that's football, mate. We need to move you on because we can we can reinvest that money and upgrade. Same as we were talking about Kamara and Lundstrom and all these boys. You know, ten minutes ago, we're saying like, if we can upgrade, that's what we need to be doing. See you later. We need to get closer. We need to go and challenge and win a title. You're not getting us there, so time to move on. You know, so yeah. I don't know. Um, if we if we're not getting Tillman back, I can see keeping Hadji, but I'm I'm not sure he's that. Is he that eight and a half? Does he have the legs and the speed and the intensity to get all but in a in a build team? I'm not sure. I'm not sure we're going to play him much. So let's sell him. And then obviously, based on that, then Malik Tillman keep. Oh, I think I think Tillman's the best prospect that I've seen in Scottish football since well Rangers anyway since Michael Arteta maybe you know like I think the, the, the kid's phenomenal. I think he's better than Aribo certainly than Aribo when he first came. Um, more effective. He's you know we always Aribo the problem was always where, where's your output. Big Malik yeah. man, he gets goals, he gets assists. I think he I think he'll be tremendous. Um, I think he's a tremendous footballer. Whether it's how long he's was, I don't know. But I, I would, I, I would, I would pay five or six million for Malik Tillman any day of the week. What about you? Yeah, yeah, same, same. I would, I would, I would pay the money for him. You know, get it, and you know, get him there. Like you said, if you, you know, sell him high or whatever, you get him in. Then yeah, um, but yeah, I would definitely in terms of him as an individual. Yeah, definitely keep him. He's had a, he's had a pretty decent season. There has been a few years where he's been off and stuff like that, but. For such a young lad, you know, to take the pressure on his shoulders that he has, um, I think he's done incredibly well because this is his first proper season of men's football. You know, he played a couple Aye. of games for Bayern and you know scored a goal or two, but he's you know more, more, more. after that he was getting put back into them, you know, their B team again after that. So he was sort of switching back and forth. So this is his first proper season of men football, and he's I think he's done incredibly well for him. So yeah, if the opportunity's there to keep him and he wants to stay. Have to get him signed up and you know build a team around him almost. 
potentially, I he has that he's got that potential now. Whether he realizes that potential, you know, that that's out of your control. But I think there's the potential that he could easily be good enough to to build a team around. Um, and I think if I remember right. I think he came back for quite a bad injury last season. You know, I think he missed most of last season with a, with a bad injury similar to Hadji. So, you know, maybe Hadji will come back and he'll, he will be, you know, he'll, he'll go beyond his best and I've been a bit unfair. So, you know, that's a wee ray of, ray of light potentially. But like I say, first season of real men's football, I think he'll, I think he'll just get better and better. He's young, he'll learn fast. Um, so, I think Hank Tillman's a no-brainer. Yeah, definitely. I agree with you. So, I, there's a couple in there that we sort of no disagree, but we sort of think think a wee bit differently in terms of that as well. And then, you know, I think that's a good time to leave it for for next week where we can discuss well next couple of days. Sorry, where we can discuss the the wingers that we've got in the strikers. So uh, that's going to be a that's going to be a tasty one based on that as well. So obviously, there's a few a few interesting ones in there that we can that we can discuss. Aye. If you're interested in ones at the business end of the pitch, mate, and I think it's yeah. good that we've, we'll have a second show because there's probably other like. Indirect things I think we should talk about as well. About um, although you mentioned that rightly, we we we're not, not going to be picking out players, but I think there's other things we need to think about uh, addressing as well in this transfer window. Like we touched on mentality and that, so you know it's maybe types of types of people that we need to recruit yeah. that we can we can talk about other problems that we've got rather than just like positional players. There's there's other gaps in the squad that we need to try and fill. Um, so that it'll be a good chat next time. Yeah, definitely, definitely, mate. So, all I can say is, everybody, thanks for listening. Um, Keith, as always, always a pleasure, mate. I'll sit, sit down and chat with you for an hour about, about all things Rangers. So, um, we'll be back later on in the week for, for part two of this. Um, but until then, everybody, stay safe. Enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy the victory. Um, and I, Rangers, are back for um, next Saturday, Saturday, Saturday against Motherwell. Um, Bye. Mother Warrior, so I you've got a week to fit them. But yeah, that's it. Thanks very much, Keith. Um, always a pleasure. And everybody's seeing the most week you soon. Cheers, guys. Cheers, mate. Take care. Cheers, Keith.